Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how on earth I am not watching Star Wars right now. <laughs> Seriously. It really is a miracle. It, it is a miracle. Amazing. It literally, yeah. I got home today from work, and it was there in a box from Amazon. Oh my gosh. And I'm not watching it. Friends, you made it here wearing pants. Really? The only, I, tell me about it. The only reason I'm actually like here is because my dad downloaded the. My dad bought it. Like he was holding out on Amazon Prime, and I called him about Amazon Prime, uh, about how to get into his password, and um, he. I've already watched all the the special features. <laughs> That sounds about right. I like how the only reason you showed up for this podcast is because you've already watched the special features of Star Wars. Yeah, it's true. If it wasn't for that, screw the whole thing. I yeah. do have a complaint, though. No commentary track. What the hell? What the hell? Really? <laughs> yeah. No J.J. Abrams talking about Star Wars while that's, I'm watching Star Wars. certainly is a travesty. All right. I won't, I won't sleep tonight. I don't know anybody else. All right. So let's do roll call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Brad, are you here? I'm here. Present. Um, um, Matthew, are you here? Present. Michael, Michael, are you here? Uh, present. So, uh, if Rit. you... Jermaine. The rhinoceros, <laughs> The hip-hop-popotamus. <laughs> Go on YouTube and look that up. Yes. We posted on our Facebook page um, uh, a link to why we do Roll Call. So, go check that out. Um, let's go around the horn. There is a plethora of drinks tonight. Um, we're, we, we're double fisting tonight. Every, I think everybody's got a backup except for Brad. <clears throat> He's got a really large bottle. <laughs> think of backup, somebody would be driving me home if yes. I had a backup. So. Um, uh, Matt, what do you got there, buddy? Uh, we're going to start tonight with the Citra- New Belgium Citradelic Tangerine IPA. Citradelic? Oh, like citradelic. Tasty. It's really good, that, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those you want it really cold and... It's really good for summer, sitting in your driveway, sitting on your back porch with friends, smoking a cigar, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, and then my uh, my backup drink will be Dr. Pepper and rum because it's easy. There's got to be a sweet nickname for that. Well, I, I have my mixology app, and I looked oh, it up. Geez. And like, it depends on the rum you use. Oh, okay. Douchebag alert. <laughs> I have my mixology app, he says. Come on. I even paid for it too. I can get no. Oh, so just so there is a dollar now. Oh, you just are so the worst. Just so there's no ads. You are the yeah. worst. All right, so you're, like, called, you're so much of a drunk. You can't even wait for ads before looking at your. Well, no, like I, I can't. I can't even like you. Good get, lord, like Gears of War ads and that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like uh, you can only see that so many times. You're like, you're right. I'm gonna pay a dollar ninety nine just to not see this. Yeah, that's but good still, <laughs> they used to be called bartenders. Now they're called mixologists. Yes, like, they are yes. called douchebags with vests and man buns. <laughs> That's what they're called. Oh, um, <coughs> are you done there? Coffee McCoffee? I mean, I've been coughing for like a month and a half, and I can't I stop. I know. Everyone noticed. <coughs> it's, it's like the the only regular feature. It is. Gosh. That and Michael Reed's Here's Matt book. dying. All right, uh, Brad, what do you got? I'm drinking uh, John John Ale from Rogue. Rogue Ales are delicious. Mm-hmm. Buy them all. Drink them all. Uh, this is I, this is Brad reading the label. Yeah, Brad is totally reading. Yeah, the label. I am because uh, this needs an explanation. This is an ale with natural hazelnut flavor aged in hazelnut spice rum barrels. Mm. Like it is hazelnut. really delicious. So the, in the hazelnut's not really overdone. So it's a nice brown ale, but you can actually get a little bit of the hazelnut uh, and then a little bit of rum, kind of in the 
Yeah. At the end there. It's pretty nice. No, you're not drinking. You just give me a, just one little shot. Matt of needs a third it. drink. Fine. I don't Matt, want a third Matt's drink. Matt's getting a third drink. That's good. Whoa. Oh, there we go. Just a finger. Michael, would you like to try some I do, but I don't have it. I'll get you a glass. Okay. Matt's gonna give me a glass. Sorry, this part should have been edited. Anyway, yeah. it's delicious. But you should probably you should probably drink it. All right, I am drinking um, Upland Brewing Company's Wheat Ale, and this is actually my favorite beer of all time. Like, I'm not. This is the one that I go to like all the time, and I'm surprised I haven't had it yet. Um, but it is a wheat ale. It's uh, cloudy yet crafted <laughs> with clarity. Um, I've never actually read the label on this one before. Um, but it is uh, brewed and bottled in Upland Brewing Company. In Bloomington, Indiana. About Lovely. a half an hour south of here. And they, make, they have make good beers. And they, they have do. really good burgers, too. Um, well, assuming you live close enough to Bloomington, yeah. you can get there. But... Uh, you know what you need to do with that? I think you might like it. Make a shandy with it. So you with put a little bit of lemonade or grapefruit juice. See, mm. when you put like a third of that in there, in the about a third of the glass with one of those juices, and then pour the beer on top. It's lovely. When you go to the actual uh, brewery, mm-hmm. um, they put orange in it, and it's really good. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like actual juice, it's really okay. good. All right. Lemonade or grapefruit. That'll be on really a future episode of. Yep. Yes. Bastards podcast, where we inglorious bastards. That's what it's called. It'll be our, it'll be our, uh, our summer, summer podcast. Yeah, we'll drink shandies and OJ. Yeah, we'll, My, we'll have to do one outside at some point. Yeah, preferably, sure. when, preferably when your neighbor's not, not mowing. mowing. Sorry yeah. if you can hear a mower in the background. Yeah, sorry. Um, my backup here is um, <laughs> Mike's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just as embarrassing to say. Yes. In, in about yeah. four weeks, there's gonna it be is. like, yeah, this is my fourth backup. Uh, yeah, it's Mike's Hard Blood Orange um, from the tree refreshment, but hard pressed for time. Mm-hmm. That's what the label says, um, and it's got it's, a, it's flavored malt liquor in a glass. You know, weirdly so. enough, like it actually has more alcohol than the upland wheat yeah though. the wheat doesn't wheat still have yeah. much I know it's just ruins any street cred but those things are delicious I they don't are. care what anybody those are, those are I don't drink sitting, them very often you but sit in your driveway yeah, yeah yeah pretty much the black cherry lemonade kind of nice for grilling mm-hmm. actually yeah. I just tried uh, Brad's it's really good John John, John Ale yeah, John, John 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 Ale it's actually very very tasty yeah, it is it's very good Rogue, Rogue makes some pretty good they stuff. It's really pretty do. solid. Yeah. Is there like a cartoon or something with John, somebody named John John on it? Yeah, I don't think so. I think like Peter Pan or something? I, no, that's just John. <laughs> <laughs> wow. John that's, John, okay, John has This is another part something. that should have been edited, so yeah, I might be, about that. I might be thinking about Ron John's surf, surf shop. <laughs> I've been there when I was a kid. I've been, oh, there, I've been, there, I've been there a couple times. I always wanted to buy Dr. Zog's sex wax. Just because it said sex wax, my parents wouldn't let me. What is that? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, so sad. it's sad. something totally unnecessary for your yeah. life. Or the Big Johnson t-shirts. Right. Couldn't get those either. Nope. Yeah, we weren't allowed. Um, Laughed at him. Big Johnson bar liquor up front. JFK Jr. <laughs> John F. Kennedy Jr. was he, he went by John John from time to time. Okay, so this is not named after him. So don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, he's dead. So. He, well, he certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> This part should have also been spoiler, spoiler alert. He's, He's dead. dead. So we leave it on the moon? <laughs> Just <laughs> move on, Michael. Okay, so um, now we're going to go into the news feed. Um, uh, what do you guys got? Uh, do you want to steal mine or I will steal I've got, yours? I've got two tonight. I've got a, I've got a couple I can choose from, so you go ahead okay. and if you end up taking So the, the first one, did you see the guy who made his own thermite cannon? Oh, this, is it oh, yours? No, this isn't the one. Okay, okay. okay. Mine's similar to this, Is though. it? Really? Yeah. 
So thermite, if you know what thermite is, it's a composition of metal powder and oxide. This and is it, one of those things you really shouldn't do. No, like, no, no. no really this is not a try it at home sort of thing. Yeah. Like it burns at twenty five hundred degrees Celsius, which is four thousand five hundred thirty two degrees Fahrenheit. Like that's the that's the temperature it burns at. Isn't the thermite the stuff that all the crazy 9-11 conspiracy guys said yeah. that the government had attached I'm, to the uh, yes. beams to get yeah. them to melt? Yeah. And then the know. Mythbusters was like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. crap. Well, Mythbusters so. cut a car in half with, with thermite. Myth, Mythbusters is getting canceled. No, it already is. That, well, they're, done. they're actually going to bring it back. Yeah, they're doing uh, a reality show to pick, the new, to pick the new Mythbusters yeah. for the uh, new show. See, that's lame. Yeah, kind of. Like when they tried the to same with us. The same. No, yeah. recast the Partridge family. Although, uh, <laughs> although Carrie and uh, Grant and Tori are having get their are have their own show on Science Channel or going to. I don't know. I think yeah. I would watch that. Or if I follow them. I wouldn't Science Channel. So. Um, anyway, so he makes Partridge so, family. Though, wait a second. They tried to recast the Partridge, the Partridge family. family. They had that one girl. That, Why are you that, talking about the Partridge? Literally, family? because no they one. recast the Partridge. I can family tell you that no one in this room cares about Partridge oh, family. Oh my gosh! And nobody that's listening right now cares. Somebody about might because they had that one. Literally, girl who no one played Gwen Stacy in the same way that no show. one cares about Daniel Johnston except for the. Uh, well, you're gonna get into Daniel Johnston. You just wait for it. Okay, so there's so there's a video, and I just I will post this. I want to show you guys. First of all, look at the size of this cannon. Like, he built this thing by himself. And then he shoots, like, a thermite grenade. You, you know what I like? That he's, like, dressed up. He's wearing a tie. He's got a tie. Like, <laughs> what? It reminds me of that film, Primer. I think he's, uh... Is he, Colin, his name's Colin Furs. Dude, uh, that is awesome. So, watch. Just watch this video, British. man. Like, it's insane. Please be British. Please be British. He goes, wait, he goes through the whole thing. Yeah, let's just skip to the part where he blows something up. Okay, that's not even... Can hear his voice So, first? like, yeah, it's just... Here's the... Dude, that is crazy. Watch this. He just launches it. Yeah, that's a really bad idea. Yeah, and then... Oh, yeah. It blows up toward him. It's yeah. like a grenade. It's, it's a, a thermite grenade. grenade. 4,500 degrees. My newest thing actually is very similar to this. Um, <laughs> so that's the first one. The other one is, have you seen the new trend? I just saw this, like, 30 minutes ago, and I, w- I wanted to talk about it. The new trend is in Singapore, apparently. Yeah. Blackout tattoos. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. What's... It's just... Just changing you your literally, It's literally just black. You just black your skin with ink. And, like, it's it's really, like... I don't understand. Like, the second picture on this is kind of... I mean, that's it's got a design, that at least. That is kind of cool, that second one. That second one's kind of cool, but, like, yeah, but the one where it's just, like, literally... Didn't I see where this is giving people, like... Lead poisoning or well, something I mean, like the amount of ink. I mean, yeah. you're literally blacking your entire. That's got to be expensive. Wait, how much would that have hurt to black out your nipples? A lot. On that last one, a lot. holy crap! Yeah. I mean, a lot. That's like, horrifying. Like I always thought, like the point of it, like most of these have like, like this this lady right here has like straight black down her arm and has a ro- like a flower in her hand, and that's it. Like the whole. That's crazy. I don't like. I don't quite understand. Like I've got two tattoos. I've got multiple tattoos in the works. Like that I want to do. Like the whole point of a tattoo is sort of like to ex- like express something and show like art and so- but like I don't know. It's just black in their, their inner soul. It's black. Yeah, something like. I that. guess. I mean, like, I don't. I just understand the whole point of just blacking your arm out for no reason. Yeah, it's Isn't just it? a trend that that's a. That's is that kind of like blackface? No, it's nothing no, like blackface. Nothing exactly. like that. This isn't racist. <laughs> this is uh, just a trend that. I mean, if you if you if you if you do Michael, right, you now, Michael, right, now, right now, right now, yeah, you really do. Right, right now, Michael, is, no, wait, wait, wait. Michael is currently cooking wait, 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 up this wait, 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 is next year's uh, Halloween costume. It's going to get in so much trouble. If you get a full, 
full If you're going to do blackface for Halloween, tattoo. will you please be Bill Cosby? I'm not doing blackface. <laughs> please be Bill Cosby. I'm not doing blackface. But if you... if you I'm like, yeah, pudding pops. <laughs> I like pudding pops and great. Zip, dip, dip, zip, do it. Okay, so... Those are two of the worst Bill Cosby impressions you'll have ever here. Here's my question. Okay, so if you tattoo your whole body, because people do full mm-hmm. tattoos all over their whole body, and you sure. do a blackout, do you have to legally change your race? No. No, no I really don't think you How do. could you say that you're white? I guess you could just say it's the white dude with all the <laughs> black tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, you kind yeah. of answered your own question. Hashtag problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> There's our hashtag for the night. Hashtag um, problem solved. No, okay. hashtag Michael is Bill Cosby. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael in blackface. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to go from there. I don't either. <laughs> Okay, I'll be. You totally now. did too today. Good job. Good on you. Okay, so short. Yeah. short. That's what she said. Thermite, is, thermite <laughs> is in the news. So uh, mine our, is. Wait, is that our first? That's what she said, Joe. That was our first. Okay. That's what. Uh, she said. You see, of course, this guy's from Georgia. Sorry, anybody listening from Georgia, but uh, that's not from Florida. Yeah, well, it's that's northern Florida. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, blew his leg off while shooting a yes! stunt video with his gun. I saw this. Okay, oh. so this is on Nidorama.com. We'll post it. I'm not going to play the video for you guys, but... Yeah. Okay, so this guy... You guys know... I think... It, is it Thermite? I'm pretty You sure. can buy Thermite. No, 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 it wasn't Thermite. It's something different. Well, it, it's, it's, in the, it's in the news report, but I'm not going to listen. Anyway. It's legal. Yeah, it's legal to buy this. It is in that, Georgia? Yeah, it's the yeah. stuff that you shoot that then blows up when you shoot it with a bullet. He comes in like one pound packs. Well, this guy loaded uh, an old lawnmower with it, and like they're interviewing the sh- a sh- the sheriff, and he was like, "Yeah, for any of this stuff that for one pound of this, you should be a hundred yards away." Okay, I don't know how much this guy had, and he was literally like forty feet away from this yeah. thing. So he shoots the lawnmower, and a piece of it when it blows up, a piece of it flies off and sh- chops his leg <gasps> off, sheared it off. So it shows the video. And you can you see him shooting, and then you can hear it. You see it blow up, and you just it's just chaos. You can see blood, and you hear him say, "Ah, oh, blew my leg off," literally. <laughs> like, like so, blow, he knew, like literally, off. blew it clean off. Yeah. So, like, if this guy would have died, this is like definitely the lead leader of the pack for the Darwin Award. It might be anyway. Like, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, I have no. You guys, well, people that are listening don't know how I feel about guns, but the. Two of you do, and I have no sympathy whatsoever for this guy, no. like at all. Like if you're that stupid, sorry, to blow we're out, something we're out up. of Christian compassion. Sorry, like to blow something up when you're staying forty feet away, a lawnmower that oh by the way has freaking blades in it, <laughs> and is made of oh wait metal. Metal. Like and what are you gasoline? Doing? Right. What are you doing? Uh, anyway, so that's mine. Really stupid, but make sure you watch because it's basically a news report. And so the best is the sheriff, like, making sure that he throws in why he still believes in the Second Amendment, even though this jackass <laughs> almost blew himself up. That's one of my favorite parts of the whole I video. I mean, freedom to, to yeah, blow exactly. yourself up. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, that's my leg off. Yeah. All right, so mine uh, is actually brought, like, like, a gift for you guys. Oh, it's not, it's not an actual gift. Oh, well, I mean, don't get too well, excited. You, 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 get to, you, you do get to keep it forever. So, there's so wait, a, is it a gift or not a gift? For it. Just wait so for it. I'm so afraid right now. Okay. So it's in a bag. They this have, is a severed head. I'm going to be very upset. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not the, the uh, Planet of the Apes head. <laughs> um, That's the third appearance on a podcast, yes. I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's an it's a inside joke. Um, all right, so 
our number two country that listens to us is Canada. It's not poutine, is it? It is oh, not. Please uh, be poutine. It is not poutine. Why? Um, why are you bringing anything that isn't poutine okay. into this? So. This is. Go over the border for some French fries and gravy. <laughs> this is. Ru- <laughs> this is a cult favorite. Um, Ruffles all dressed potatoes. Oh, they're chips. delicious! I've had these. Oh, okay, I've We're got gonna, a half-eaten bag of these at home. We're gonna eat some more. They're incredibly Just delicious. Wait for it. Um, so in 2015, they brought these back, or they 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 introduced these for the first time, and now they're um, here to stay. Ruffles all dressed. Um, it's hard to describe what the flavor is, so um, since Matt hasn't hasn't had them before, they're good. I really, I swear to you, they're good. Huh. Yeah, wouldn't lead you, wouldn't lead you astray. Matt's super picky about everything. Generally, chips, I'm not. So what? Like, I don't. What, what's okay, the, so go ahead. Tell me what you taste. I'll, they're they're very they're sort of barbecueish, but a little okay. different. Don't. I'm just trying to. I don't. I don't want them to be completely shocked. I'm gonna eat some of these. They're awesome. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, I would say like a vinegary barbecue Yeah, is how I would describe it. So some of the flavors that they have, um, it's a sweet, savory mm. chip. Mm. They say um, um, vinegar. Some people can get ketchup from it. No, I don't get ketchup. I do get the vinegar a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I definitely get a lot of vinegar. And very barbecue. I get a little bit I mean, of ketchup. Mmm. It's basically a barbecue chip, I mean, but there's a little tang to it. So yeah. basically, the rest of this podcast is going to be just eat us. Just yeah, we're going to have to put that away. this bag. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for that. Oh my god! Get these away from me. They're delicious. I'm not too picky when it comes to chips. The only chips I really can't do are like the salt and vinegar. Man, those are so good. I can't I do salt. And I can't do chips. salt and vinegar chips. No, I mean, this, those That's are about the only ones I can't do. It's got a lot of vinegar in there. Um. Mm. All right, so really, I just wanted to share that with you because I was British eating it. I'll just be over here eating, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is really good." Mm-hmm. Who knew something good could come from Canada? I mean, hashtag <laughs> Justin Bieber. But, I mean, was, but, hashtag speaking, hockey. Speaking of news articles and Justin Bieber, do you see where he has dreads now because no. of freaking course he does? No, <laughs> yeah, he totally does. So I was reading the list of like the fun like he tweeted a picture of it I guess and so there were I was reading a list of uh, best responses to mm-hmm. it and somebody was like yo Justin Bieber looks like he's about to drop a sweet album full of Andy DeFranco covers <laughs> <laughs> I was in tears I was like oh. all right I gotta I gotta find an image of this on that's hilarious oh yep he sure does <laughs> did you see that video of um. That guy with dreads and that girl was chewing him out because he shouldn't have them because he's white. No, it's on. Really, it's on the internet. I don't really want to see that video though. Nah, I'm good. She just went after him. <laughs> wow, he it. It's pretty bad. Justin, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that's downloading all of our stuff from Canada. You know, me and your mom have been talking. And uh, she's in the bathroom crying her eyes out about some of the poor decisions you've been making. Oh, this is pretty bad. If if you don't, you know, like, get your it's life not right, just dreads, but it's like hanging in his face. All uh, you're going to be living on. in a van down by the river. What is that? Come on, that's a that's a twenty. He what looks, is he? Twenty two, twenty two year like old Andy, kid. He looks like Andy DeFranco. Yeah, he really does. I know. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. You can Google that too. Anyway, don't yeah, worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're not missing anything. 
Annie right. DeFranco? Is that yeah, a person? Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Is it time to uh, is it time to move on to FUFI? Um. Yes. Yep. All right. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So this is our further up, further in section, aka FUFI. <laughs> you son of a gun. Um, this week we are talking about does what we believe matter? Mm. What do you have to believe in order to be a Christian? Mm. Yeah, who wants yeah. to open that? Uh, right. You have to believe in seven literal days. <laughs> you have. You got to buy advanced tickets to Ken Ham's Ark experience. If when you it's haven't done. been to the Creation Museum, you're oh, going th- to hell. That I'm definitely going to hell. <laughs> probably, probably doing that. Uh, I, and actually, that's kind of Ken, a good place. If you're that, listening, <laughs> that's Ken. actually a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he's listening to the glorious <laughs> bastards. Uh, Anyway, yeah, um, you go ahead. He's listening to something by John Hagee, probably. Yeah. Um, when you fire John Hagee into the sun, something. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll um, that's kind of a good place to start because really, like, I was kind of thinking about this on the way home today as I was driving endless hours. Um, you know, we we talk about like there's so much emphasis put on belief. Like, what do you believe? Like in churches and stuff, and the problem is. Like, you can go to these churches' websites, and everybody's got a section that says what, what, we, we, believe. what we believe. And they always pretty much say the same thing. Um, we believe the creeds, even though we really don't. Well, no, those are the more <laughs> those are the quote-unquote progressive churches that say that. Because it's hip to use the creeds now, even though they don't really believe all of it. Or, or they use the creeds and replace, replace the word Catholic with something else. Cause you, you can't no, they'll say do Catholic. Catholic, but they'll Catholic small c. Yeah. Yeah, they believe in the Catholic Church. It used to be the Universal Church, and then people got away from the Universal. Yeah, Rob Bell ruined that for everybody. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Um, I love you, Rob. Yeah, we do. He's Uh, not not listening either. No, he's not. Uh, Rob Bell, if you're listening, (laughs) he's not. He and Lee Holmes are listening in California somewhere, (laughs) waiting on pins and needles for our podcast Uh to come out. Um, What was I talking about? You were talking about beliefs, like on websites. So, like every every church has. A different set like like nobody can agree on what you're supposed to believe like there's a general set of like a few things uh, Jesus is God there's a Trinity virgin birth death resurrection excuse me literal death literal resurrection second coming second coming like those are sort of some of the some of the biggies like, like so as you're saying that I'm like I literally belong nowhere this is great <laughs> this is fantastic so, I have questions about almost all of those things yeah. so uh, the Bible is the, is the literal inerrant word of God that's a big one because um, that's not up for debate whatsoever no it's not for, well and that's the thing like none of these things are really like there's things that you there are like all these superfluous like sort of um, peripheral beliefs. That you can sort of are safe to question on our churches, but there are a lot of beliefs like those. You can't question those. You can't question the divinity of Jesus. You can't question the inerrancy of the Bible. You can't question the whole concept of the Trinity. You can't, con- yeah, the re- I mean, especially the crucifixion and resurrection. You can't touch those. Those are untouchable. Mm-hmm. Those are literally untouchable. So this, this question sort of came out of an article I found. We'll post the article. Um, and again, I'm not sure where I fall on. I'm and honestly like I've thought about this all week. I don't even know where like where I even fall on this issue. Like, what do you have to believe? What, right. what do you, if you were to say what is one thing that every Christian must believe in? What would you say that is? See, I don't know. In the past, I would have said a pretty literal, much all of those. A, things. A pretty much all of those things: a literal resurrection, 
the literal crucifixion. Jesus died for my sins. What do you think in your mind if you said, if I stop believing this, then I'm not a Christian anymore? Anymore? I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's anything at this point. Yeah, like I've got some thoughts. And oh. I like. So let, let me just let me just just read a couple snippets from this article, and then we can jump into actually talking about kind of where we land on that. Because again, and I was I really was kind of interested to bring this question up because I think all three of us may end, may end up in different places on this, and that's fine for sure. Um, and again, I'm not 100 percent sure where I even land on it. I really am not anymore. Maybe I'm just been influenced by Pete Holmes too much anymore. And I mean, I listen to his podcast probably more than anybody's. Between him and Rob and Science Mike, like, I'm just not sure anymore where I land on things that are like 100% you got to believe these things to consider yourself a Christian. And we, in the first podcast, we talked about are we even Christians anymore? And what does that even mean? And what does that even mean? So go back and listen to that. Who yeah. do you think you are? Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so this guy writes this article. Um, he said he was, he was involved in a debate with a distant family member they rarely sees, and it kind of got heated, which... Been there. Yeah, been there, done that. We <laughs> yeah. all bought that T-shirt. Yes, sir. Um, and he said, this, this relative ended the conversation with, with this. He said, well, as long as we can agree that Jesus was God, that he was born of a virgin, that he died on the cross for our sins, and he rose again after three days, we can get along. He said that ended the conversation with what my relative surely meant as a show of Christian solidarity. He said, unfortunately, I happen to not believe a single one of those things. So that's right. I'm a Christian, and I don't believe what Jesus was God. I don't believe Mary was a virgin, that God exists as a trinity. I certainly don't believe that Jesus died for my sins or those or anybody else. And perhaps most shocking, I do not believe Jesus rose from the dead. Then he goes on to say, how can I call myself a Christian then? Um, it, he goes on in the article and talks about foundation of my belief, of course, is God. I believe the pro- <laughs> He says, I believe there probably is a God. <laughs> so, like... I said, I, I have felt a sacred presence at certain meaningful moments in my life, which I feel comfortable calling God. I believe this presence can be experienced. I believe that Jesus has a profound spiritual and intellectual understanding of it. Um, he says, I believe that because of his experiences and of, with God, Jesus set out to give people an example to follow, a shining paragon of justice, compassion, and love for all to aspire to. I would agree with that. I mean, that's Jesus showed sure. all those things. Um, so... He basically ends with the question, we all must stop and think about what is foundational to our religion. That's where this question came from. What must we do to truly be a Christian? Is it a set of statements about Jesus we must affirm? Or is it simply following Jesus' example in a a human effort to know God? He says, I opt for the latter. The rest is a matter of faith. Okay. Um, okay. We'll post the article. Good article. Go ahead. Before I go on my rant, go for it. Brad's 20 minute tangent. (laughs) No, it's not really a tangent. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. I I think, think too, like this is probably. Like, (laughs) I love you. Um, The. um, I, I think this is probably the most deconstructionist, like topic we've had oh, where oh, like sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and i'm sure there's somebody listening well if you don't believe that you're not a christian and and you know, feel cool. free to think that i couldn't feel. care less yeah that's whatever <laughs> so i've been called a lot worse yeah, so no um but I, I i think like as part of your faith in order for your faith to be your own you need to ask these questions mm-hmm. what must you believe in order to to, to be a Christian. What? Not even what must I believe, just what do you believe? Yeah, I think I think you, if you're believing something just because, you know, your grandma told you to, um, that's not really your belief. Or your it's pastor. Just, or, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you need to own your own Christianity, your own belief system. I think, I think this is, like, this question, but, I mean, I know, I know we're going, we're going to get a lot deeper, but, 
it's it's fundamental to you owning your own um, own relationship with with your God. Faith. Yeah, your own faith. Yeah. And uh, you know, I <clears throat> I'm reminded of the Keith Green song um, "Asleep in the Light," where he kind of talks about um, how basically we've we're, we've missed the point as Christianity. We've missed, you know, how can you be so dead when you've been so well fed? And I think a lot of us as Christians are sipping on baby food, you know. Oh, Sip, yes, yeah, absolutely. And this is a huge step in, in, in really getting into some crawler foods, some... <laughs> Some, <laughs> some you guys those, realize what you just said. Some mashed chicken and rice <laughs> yes. in, a, in a baby yes. jar. Yeah. So um, crawler yeah. <laughs> nicely done. Yeah. It, it, it's it's getting to that point where like you can really digest like steak and stuff, and we all know steak is delicious. Except if you're vegan, then you, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> no, just kidding. I respect you. Lentil steak. I respect you, but that said, um, steak is delicious. Yes, it is. Well, and I think we can say this before you on your your rant. Yeah, like everybody everybody lives out of a system of beliefs. Like they may not call it yeah. that. They, may, I mean, whether you're Christian, Buddhist, atheist, Muslim, nihilist, like everybody lives out of a set of presuppositions. Lives out of a set of beliefs. Whatever again, whatever you want to call it. It's not necessarily a theology. They live out of an ideology, a belief system that guides how they live their life. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's important to understand because that's actually kind of where I was going. Okay, yeah. then I'll yeah. I'll stop and let you can, go because I can literally remember going to like a, a youth conference where we went. We actually teamed up with another church, and we we're all in a circle. And two two churches, one from a town that was like twenty minutes away. And you're in Indiana, so we don't measure by miles; we measure by minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about twenty minutes away, pretty much. Um, and uh, I can remember all sitting around talking about what we have to believe. Matt's getting a drink. Oh my gosh, Matt! Sorry, drink to... number three. No, it's, no it's it's four. This no, is four. Two. You've had four drinks, buddy. No, I have not. I didn't drink that other one. I dumped it out because it was getting watery. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're all sitting around, and I can remember the, like the two leaders of two different churches um, saying, "All right, uh, what do you guys believe about um, drinking?" Do you think it's okay? Oh, gosh. And we literally, like, they had us get into, and one half the group was here, and it was exclusively right down the line of one church believed it was okay to drink, one church believed it was not okay to drink. Were they Catholic? No, they no, weren't Catholic. Probably Methodist. No, no. Uh, I was from the church that said it was not okay to drink. Oh, well, I'm sure you were. And <clears throat> no one's sure church you, you grew up in. Yes. But that was a, a church across town, and, and, you know, it was a huge thing we talked about. We talked about it for hours, and, like... <laughs> Because those are the things that matter. Yeah. And now here I am, yeah. and we 20, all did it too. Twenty years later, yeah, talking to talking Here's about it. Here's the thing. Okay, so let me matters. let me start by saying, I'm not banging on anybody that believes the creeds. I'm not blaming banging no. on anybody that has a strong set of what we would call Christian. Beliefs. I love the Nicene Creed. I love it. Right. right. Sure. But what oh, I'm yeah. saying is, nobody's banging on any of that. If you believe that stuff and you believe that wholeheartedly, awesome. Good for you. Like nobody. Like we're we're not gonna sit here and be like, well, you need that's just you need to deconstruct all of that because if it works for you, great. Yeah. But here's the thing, I, I had this discussion with a guy I was riding uh, with for work. I, it was last week. We had this very discussion. I said, here's the thing. On one hand, I don't think it matters what you believe. On another, on the other hand, I think it absolutely is fundamental and 
essential that it matters what you believe. It's the only thing that matters. No, it is. Right. And here's why. Kind of what you're going back to. Because at the end of the day, you live, you live out what you believe. Mm-hmm. Period. End of sentence. I can say uh, I believe that um, sweatshop labor is wrong. But I don't actually believe that because I'm probably wearing stuff right now. Oh, that was sure. Made For more. sure. Oh, sure. So at the end of the day, I can say anything I want, but the, what what you live is what you're at, you actually believe, not what you say. Mm-hmm. And so you can affirm, I, man. It, like I, it drives me crazy. One of the things that drives me the most crazy about the American church is the sin of certainty, where mm-hmm. it you, they speak. The American church speaks in such certain tones about everything that this happened and this is absolutely. Which, fine if you believe that, although I think the more certain you claim to be about things, the less you actually are, and the more you're sort of speaking out of your own skepticism. Sure. But, like, but understand that as the preacher's up there saying this, these things are certain, they happen, they're fact, like 80% of the people in, their, in the congregation are probably going in their heads, yeah, I don't know, I kind of got questions maybe, about yeah. that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. So, like... On one hand, no, it do, I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think that God's up there with a... I, I know. God is not up there with a ledger <laughs> book going, okay, so these are the things you have to believe. So you believe, like, you know, in order to be in my good graces, in order to whatever, you've got to believe this, this, and this. you got to believe the Nicene Creed or the Apostles' Creed. You've got to believe, uh, like, in a literal resurrection. You've got... I don't... And I... I do before anybody blasts me. I actually do believe in a literal resurrection. I have my reasons for that. I'm, it's a completely different topic, so I'm not going to go into them tonight. I believe in the virgin birth. <clears throat> That's but, how Anakin Skywalker was born. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, Michael's got Star Wars on the front. Yeah, he does. Like, we need to wrap this up so he can go home and <laughs> no, watch. You're fine. <laughs> um, but so no, on that, does I don't think it matters to God what you believe. Let's put it that way. Mm. However, I think it absolutely matters what you believe because that's what you inevitably live out. Yeah. And so if you're if believing in the Apostles' Creed leaves you to leads you to um, a life of more grace, compassion, love and forgiveness, then that's freaking fantastic. Yeah. But I, if it doesn't like you know what I'm saying? So like if these things that you say you believe what? Because I mean, Jesus spoke so much, and even in the New Testament, we focus so much. We've made belief an ends rather than the means to an end. We've made it the end. Yeah, that you have these are the things you have to believe, and this is the end game. You believe these things to be true. You believe in the literal resurrection. You believe in a literal second coming that Jesus is coming back. We've made that in, in the end game instead of a means to an end, and that end should be. Becoming more and more and more like we made the litmus test. Yes, like if you to in order to belong, you have to do you have to believe X, Y, and Z. Yes, a whole one, litany of things. One thing that I would that I would say, and this is something that we've talked about tons and tons, just being involved in in the church is if you want to find out what you believe in, if you want to find out what the most important thing is, ask yourself two questions: How do you spend your time, mm-hmm. and how do you spend your money? Because how you spend your time and how you spend your money are the two things that matter the most to you. Bottom line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. Sure. Yep. That's definitely. That's a hundred percent. Check your calendar. Check your check. check But do that. But do that with your church. Mm -hmm. What are they spending their time and money on? Yeah. I mean, it kind of like institutionally speaking, that's that's true as well. I mean, you know, it's it's really interesting. Like, 
I, I don't, and this is why in some things, I don't really, when people tell me what they believe, first of all, I'm like, well, that's fine, but do you actually believe any of that to be true? You know, we talk about, you know, one of the foundational beliefs of being a Christian or whatever growing up was always, um, you know, Jesus dying for the sins of the world, you know, grace and all this stuff. And then we talk about, like, well, we talk about who we're going to kill and blow up in the next breath. <laughs> so, like, who what your Jesus bomb? Right. So, I mean, I, I just saw there's political ads are all over right now, of course. And there's a guy running for Congress or for Senate uh, for uh, Indiana that it says, one, it's listing all the things this guy is, and one is a conservative committed Christian or something like that and literally the next breath talks about one of the things in his agenda is um, uh, killing and destroying ISIS and I'm like those two freaking things don't mesh like we can have a debate about ISIS and we can have a debate about what it might look like and we could have a debate about just war and all that but at the end of the day like those two things don't are not compatible no they're not like in the way that they were presented so I don't care what that guy says he believes and whether he's a, quote, committed Christian politician. You just told me what you believed. Mm -hmm. You told me right there. And so when when people say, I believe this, I'm, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, I don't really care. Tell, show me what you believe. Show me what you believe. I don't care what you like. So, you know, if you're saying that... You know, Jesus, God cares about the poor, which, good grief, read the freaking Bible. Of course he does. Like, read any part of the Bible, Old, New Testament. And then you're, you you talk about how, like, everybody on food stamps and Medicare is lazy and doesn't deserve it, whatever. Like, shut up. You've told me what you believe by what you just said. Whether you say, I believe this thing to be true, but then what you've actually shown me is the complete opposite. Yeah. So we always live out what we believe. And that, that is from top down, whether that's conservative Christian, atheist, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever. Like, you're, you are constantly living out what you believe. Jesus was always concerned with the behavior, with behaviors. Like, that's one misnomer is we, we, were, we were raised to think Jesus cared what you believed. It was all about belief. It was all about the things you believed. But really, I think Jesus actually really cares about how you're living that out. For sure. Like, not just what you say you believe. I mean, not everybody that says to be Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, what is that saying? I mean, it's yeah. essentially saying, I don't really care well, what you're saying. What's coming out of your mouth? These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far Well, you look at the, like, the, the parable of the sheep and the goats. I mean, why does he separate the sheep and the goats? Again, and that's not a parable about heaven and hell. But no, it's not. But he separates the sheep and the goats based on what they did. How they lived. Yes. What they did with yes. what they believed, essentially. Absolutely. I mean, it, it was it was you know you when I was hungry you fed me when I was naked you clothed me when I was thirsty you gave me drink when I was in, sick and in prison you visited me. It was based on that criteria that he separated them from one on one side and the other. Um, so it's absolutely, and I think the difference here between when we're talking about belief, one of the big arguments anymore is like, does it have to be literally true in order to be true? Like we've talked about that a little bit on this podcast. You no. look at the story of the resurrection. You look at the story. Like let's let's take let's take the resurrection. Let's take the crucifixion. Let's take the virgin birth. Let's take these things that are supposedly you have to have, believe these things in order to be a Christian. Are they literally true? 
I don't know. I wasn't there. I have what's written in the scriptures. I have. I'm like Brad. I happen to believe in the Lord of Resurrection. Again, part of that's my upbringing. Part of that's just that's where I've landed on it, and yeah. that's fine. If you know, if you're not there, I'm, that's fine. Right. I don't care. Yeah. I, it's, it's not a judgment thing. I can still break bread with. I you. see. We can still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We can still break bread. We can still have a beer together. I mean, we can still talk about things that matter. Yeah. So, whether the you know whether it's literally true or whether you know you look in the, in the Gospel of John and how late it was written in the canon, you know, the late first century, early second century. So you have the church already established. You have a, a theology, essentially, that has grown up in the church about who Christ was, which is why John differs so much from yep. the synoptics, the Matthew Mark, Luke, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Those are essentially all the same book. But John is completely different because it was written so much later. So you have the church going, this guy was God. You're reading a developed, yeah. a developed church theology. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Does that make it any less? Is it? Is does it make it any less true? No, absolutely not. Was there? You know, they're they're calling you know in those statements Jesus is talking about himself as God in in John, yeah. where he doesn't as much, if at all, really, especially in Mark, especially in Mark, especially in the synoptics. In John, you have them saying he's he's calling himself you know the Son of God, and he is he's making that claim. Yeah. Um, is that literally true? Is it metaphorically true? Is the resurrection literal? Is it metaphorical? Is it pointing to something bigger that's going on in the universe? I mean, death and death and rebirth are part of the very fabric of creation. Uh, you know, summer. You have spring, summer. Happening right now. So you have summer and fall and winter where things grow and things die. In the spring, my tr- I mean, these three trees I planted last year are budding, are starting to bud. There's rebirth. They died in the winter. They're re- being reborn again. So this whole thing is being... Is being played. This whole death and resurrection is being played out all every year, all day long, every day. Once so, again, we, we talk. So the, yeah, so the question is: Does 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 it matter if it's literature? Or does it matter if it's metaphorically true? Not really, honestly. Yeah. Like, I the question is: What does your belief of what that? How what does it truth? shape you? Yes. What What matters is: Does it transform? Does it affect the way you live? Is it leading you toward life? Is it leading you towards love? Is it leading you towards compassion and forgiveness and and a greater humanity? Is it leading you towards more wholeness and more completeness? Once again, if your conservative theology is doing that for you, great. Mm -hmm. Fine. We have no problem with that whatsoever. Take the blue pill. Right. Yeah. yeah. Our bread pill. Whatever. I haven't seen The Matrix in like a decade. But, like, (laughs) but no, seriously, like, it's great. Like, if that's leading you, if your belief in completely inerrant scripture, God wrote it with his finger, whatever you want to say, like, if that has shaped you to be a better human being, fine. Yeah. Yeah. And if and if you're on the complete opposite, if you're an atheist, if you're a Buddhist, if you're, like, if you're not a Christian at all, if you're somewhere else along that spiritual spectrum, if, if you're, the way you're living your life, if your system of whatever it is you believe is leading you towards those things... That's fantastic. Like, that yes. is fantastic. Yes, I think because what because what Jesus the kingdom of God is about becoming more loving, compassionate, forgiveness, gracious. Yes, yeah, some of the most godly people I know are atheists. Yes, I mean, that I mean yeah, like, yeah. Honestly, Quite like the literally. people that look yeah. look like Christ 
Some of those people, some of the people I know that look like Christ the most are actually agnostics or atheists. I think that what for me the Gen- Genesis poem, so Genesis one, yeah. um, that holds that this is a perfect example. Do I believe in a literal Adam and Eve? Um, right. No, right. but yeah. I believe the story is true. Yes. It holds truth. Yes, it speaks truth because it happens. Still. It happens every day. Absolutely, that that story happens every every day. Absolutely, and we get to be part of that ongoing creation. Like yeah. it, it didn't. The creation didn't it just end in in um, in Genesis. Yeah. We it, it, it's the world is still being created. It's still being unfolded now. And we get to be a part of that creation. Yeah, and creating alongside that. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then I was also thinking too, like, has there like in this maybe this is a question for you guys, has there ever been a time where you believed in something really firmly and then you and that was like hard hard and fast, like you hundred percent had to believe in it. Yes. And then there been a time where you're like, okay, that doesn't matter to me anymore. Oh yeah. And then Another time where you're at a place where like okay it does matter again. Yeah, oh, I think so. Have you well, so you sort of come back full circle. So yeah. you know, it's like Rob Bell's used this quote from uh, is it a Buddhist? It's a Zen statement. Um, at first, the mountain was a mountain, the river was a river, and then the mountain wasn't a mountain, the river wasn't a river, and then the mountain was a mountain again, and the river was a river again. You know, there's yeah. times where you do come back around stuff. I don't know if I can pick out a specific yeah, I don't example. know that I can pick out, pick out a specific example, but, you know, I mean, one thing to say is that I, for me, when I started deconstructing everything, man, it scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was yeah, raised to terrifying. believe, like, you you have to believe these things. I went to a college. You have to believe these things. And if you question it, you're... I went to yeah. school with people that questioned, and they were shunned. Yeah. And by I shun, not, I by, shunned people. By professors, by me, yeah. by... Other peers, I remember thinking, well, that guy, like, yeah. who does he get off? I had a relative I remember, that I, I, was I kicked out of a church because uh, the, the the pastor came to his house and saw a bottle of wine as a refrigerator, yeah. and he was excommunicated. Yeah. yeah. So it scared the shit out of me. I was a youth minister at the time. Yeah. Paid. Full-time. This was my career. Yeah, me too. And I, when I started deconstructing and questioning everything, and I, it was scary because I was not just because of that was my livelihood, but because... It was literally like all the foundation I'd ever stood on was being was crumbling, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how far I was going to fall. I had no idea where the bottom was for that, where I could then start building on top of something. It scared, it scared me to death. Yeah. Well, it's because it's, to say to be like to be raised with these are absolutely essential things, and then to go, oh man, I don't know if that's essential. Whoa, like. Because in our, with the way we grew up, you were talking literal heaven and hell. My, I still, my family still thinks I'm going to hell. Straight up, they do. I guarantee it. I've well, got a family that thinks we we're going to that. hell. <laughs> so, well, probably. But, but it's because I've deconstructed so much. Because I questioned and doubted so much, and still do. You're a dang universalist, my friend. Right, and I don't believe that any of that. Like, I don't believe that that's true. I don't think I'm going to hell. I don't know that there is one, but there's another thing. That's another, another topic. Topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but once again, don't know if there is. Not saying there isn't. I don't know, but I don't think it matters. Let's, let's right. just say that I don't think hell matters because the whole point of Jesus was to bring heaven to earth, yes. not to yeah. right. get a ticket but, out of hell. But that you know, I, so none of that really bothers me. I don't lose sleep over people thinking that I'm going to hell. But like, I did then. I yeah. seriously wondered. I, I mean, that was a frightening, frightening thing to go through. That 
I'm guessing we have listeners right now that are in that process or even beginning that process of questioning and are scared to freaking death yeah. about, I, I don't know, like I feel like I should ask these questions and I just can't do it yeah. because they're afraid of what it might lead to. Well, and there's part of, part of that is in that whole, you know, when the mountain is a mountain the first time and the river's a river, it's safe. Yes. It's comforting. It's easy. You don't have to waste any brain space on it. You don't have to waste any breath on it. You just, this is what I believe. This is where I am. This is safe. Well, then, when the river isn't a river anymore and the mountain isn't a mountain anymore, it's like Brad said, You get it scares the shit out of you because it's, for one thing, it's exhausting. Like, Brad and I have had that conversation. I know we've yeah. all three had that conversation. It's freaking exhausting yes, it yeah. to question everything. Like, I mean, I, and I'm at the point now where I couldn't go back to where... No. That first where the mountain is a mountain, the river is a river. Now, having come through that where it's not a mountain anymore, it's not a river anymore, I've come to the other side where it's now a mountain again and it's a river again. Right, like, but I would say that the mountain and the river now are better. I'll it is. Like, I'll I, more, I have more but, peace. I have more joy. I have more faith, but legitimate it's, faith yeah, that I would but say. But it's still, it's still a mire. Like, you're still kind yeah, of mired is. in this, this state of... Quest. Like, again, as we said at the very beginning of this thing... I don't know where I land on any of this stuff still. Like, I think I believe in a little resurrection. What's worse than than the unknowing of questioning is to having your questioning being questioned. Yes. That is literally the worst. Having those knockdown dragon wars. That's where it gets super exhausting. Yeah. Like, I I had an argument with um, somebody in my uh, extended family about... um, it started with homosexuality, and then it led to... Doesn't it, does it always? It, it always does. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. And then it, it led to, um, should women be in the church, should they be able to speak? And I oh, literally, like, it was at my house. I literally said, man, I don't... If if you don't respect your wife enough, I got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't even have this yeah. conversation with yeah. you right now. Because we are in, in two totally different worlds. Well, you're not even talking the same language. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. that's yeah. And that's where I've just stopped really arguing with people. If they want to have an argument, they can argue with themselves. Or they can fire stuff at me. I'm not going to respond. Because at the end of the day, we are literally speaking a different language. Yeah. And it's not worth it to have it's this argument. It's not. Because I'm not going to convince you of anything. And you're certainly not... I've been where you are. You're not going to... I know what you believe because I believed it. You're not going to send me back that direction. Like, they call it progression for a reason. Like, you progress and there is no going back. And that's where I I don't think I can pick out one. I will say that there's things that I maybe deconstructed and got rid of that I sort of brought back, but brought back in a completely different way. Oh, yeah. No turning back. So... (laughs) So... I, I, here's one that I, I guess the one that I can right. I, so there's things that I believe that I used to believe that I got rid of at one point, but I believe them differently now. One would be about the Bible. Okay, what, it was what I grew up inerrant, infallible Word of God. God wrote it. Whatever. I even remember arguing that God put Paul and different writers in a soul sleep quote where yeah yeah for real so I call soul sleep as a band name yeah soul sleep hashtag soul sleep so um so then I just completely jettisoned that idea like completely jettisoned the idea of any sort of inerrancy in the bible there's too many contradictions there's too many like um and I would say that in some way I've come back to that but not in any way the same way that I believed it then um I believe that it holds so much truth and so much life. Um, 
I don't believe that all of it is literally that it literally happened because it wasn't written for that purpose. I remember years ago reading a book, uh, "Walking the Bible" by Bruce Feiler, um, and he was kind of going through. He was going through. Uh, he was going through different places in in the Middle East that. Uh, stories of the Bible. So he went to Mount Sinai or looked for that. He looked you know, searching for Noah's Ark, all this stuff. Like, um, did he find it? No. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. So, but one of the things that was interesting is he was talking about one of his Israeli uh, guides. Um, they were in the Sinai Peninsula, and he asked his Israeli guide straight up, who was a Jew, said. Does it matter? Like, do you believe that any of this actually happened? He goes, that doesn't really, like, that's not a question that we even, it doesn't matter to us whether it actually, any of this actually took place. The story is the point. That blew my mind when I read that. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a paradigm shifting mm-hmm. thing for me. So, and that's where, like, so I've come back to the Bible. I kind of, I, I guess in some way I lost a lot of respect for the Bible when I lost that idea of an infallible whatever um, perfect word of God, whatever it might be. And I've come back to deep respect for the Bible because there's so much literally timeless truth in it. Timeless. There's a reason that people still read it 2,000 years ago. And it goes back to last week's podcast about the Bible. Like, it's our story. Yeah. It's a human Um, book. It's our story. So I would say in some ways, yes, it's inerrant. We need to get back to the basics of life. Oh, my God. The heart that is pure and the love that is right. Ugh. Every, faith that is, is uh, fervently week. Every damn week. Every damn like week this. you come up with some We need song. to get back Ugh. to the basics well, of life. So that's how we think about that. So, uh... <laughs> All right. Now we're going to fire Michael into the sun. <laughs> uh, that's got to happen one week, right? Oh, you cannot fire me into the sun. <clears throat> we absolutely can. Yeah, that's uh, going to happen. So anyway, I, I guess now that we're In not talking about this... Um, so yeah, I think there's things that I would say that I've come back to, but I've come back to them with a different yeah, absolutely understanding, a different way of believing them. I believe in a literal resurrection, but if it was proven tomorrow, which it never will be, that it didn't actually happen, it wouldn't crush my faith. Because I believe that there's a deeper story, a yeah. deeper thing going on behind that story um, besides just a literal guy rising from the dead. Like there's, I think there's a lot going on there. Um, so it wouldn't crush my faith if stuff was found out to be fake, false, fabricated, whatever. Um, none of that would affect my faith whatsoever. No. All right. Yeah, I think that's a good place to stop there. That's, With yeah. that, we're going to go back into feedback. Um, oh, it feels that was a rough transition. Yeah, well. They're all hard things. Uh, I was going to say. If we ever had a good one. I am, I am... Almost two beers deep. By the way, the Mike's Hard Blood Orange, if you want to call this beer, is very delicious. It's not beer. It's an alcoholic beverage, a seasonal edition. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we're going to go into feedback. Um, We have got uh, a couple five-star reviews, so thank you. Yay! And because I said that we would read all our five-star reviews of the people who actually wrote reviews... (laughs) You're going to hold me accountable to that, so I'm going to actually do that. Um, uh, this one is from Michael's Wife 69. We don't know who that is, but... Uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We're not sure who that is, but that's uh, This is cool. definitely getting the explicit. <laughs> we've said shit. We've said damn. Yeah, we've we said, said 69. <laughs> we said that's what she said. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so five-star review. It was entitled Dogs. Um, this is the review title. It's by someone named the Scottish Pickle. This is somebody we know, I'm pretty sure, based on the review. I have no idea who you are, so reveal yourself, Dean. <laughs> Speak your name, Leviathan. That's a great name, though. Is yeah, it not not it. Leviathan? What was that? Speak your... Uh, Legion. We yeah. are Legion. Anyway, read the review. All right. We're Leviathan. <laughs> We're huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I, uh, yeah, I totally lost my... Uh, you're reading reviews. Anyway, read okay. the review. So I'm reading the review. Here it is. It is from the Scottish Pickle, who ye may be. Um, it says, these guys need to make good on their payments. Winky face. <laughs> you know who boys, this is, right? You know I love you guys. Keep it up. That's from Scott. That's got to be Scott. It's Scott. What's our payment? We were going to go. We need to take him out for pizza and beer. For oh! The, yeah, that would make sense. Scott, that's going to happen. That I swear. Happen. We have not forgotten about that. We're all super busy. But yeah. that's going to happen. Yes, Scott. Scott is the guy who uh, wrote our theme song. So we uh, promised to pay him in pizza and beer. So, <laughs> so we do need to make good. We are payment. nothing if not class. Yes. So. Yeah. Can we just can we tell the story now? Because we haven't talked about what we actually asked Scott to we do. We asked Scott for seventies porn music, <laughs> and he delivered. And we can only assume he did extensive well, research. And here's here's <laughs> the best thing: literally never seen a seventies porn. Like no, I've never like no, I only either. thing I can think of is like the music that I would think would be in a seventies porn. Yeah, so that's what we asked him. We asked him for seventies yeah. porn music as our theme song, and we feel like he totally came up. It involves a lot of bass and a lot of wah pedal. Yeah, that's pretty much what it yeah. to. I, for one, don't believe that you've never seen 70s porn. Why would I have ever seen 70s porn? I don't know. Well, I can think of a number of things. <laughs> like, first of all, where would you find that? I don't... I'm sure it's on... <laughs> Michael's like, on well, there's some... this one you were well, around. Let me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me look at my bookmarks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> He's, Michael is furiously clean, clearing his browser history right now, in case you're wondering. Retroporn.com. <laughs> that's probably a thing. Don't look at it. I'm sure not. It is. Yeah, don't look at it. Anyway, okay. next five-star review. Um, it's entitled, and it did come out on April 1st. So I don't know oh if that's gosh. if it's just a coincidence. This is when the review was made. It's called Great Recipe for Bacon Honey Mustard <laughs> by JMAX84. We all know who this is. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, and, okay. And yeah. here, uh, here is the uh, the the review: one third cup yellow mustard, one third <laughs> cup bacon fat, two tablespoons mayo. I feel like two a third tablesp- of a cup of bacon fat is way <laughs> too much bacon, bacon fat. fat. <laughs> There's never enough bacon fat. Um, <laughs> I really think there might be. <laughs> two tablespoons honey. Whisk it all together in a bowl and chill it overnight for a wonderful dip. But here's your- the problem: if you chill that overnight, the bacon fat's going to yeah. congeal. Yeah. So. <laughs> This person, JMAX84, has never actually made this. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> a wonderful dip for your nuggets or just your uh, finger. That makes a lot more sense now. My favorite is is just your finger. That's, <laughs> that's how he ends it. A wonderful dip for your nuggets or just your finger. Well, we'll take five-star reviews anyway. We can get yes, so thank, thank you, you for so the much. bacon. So very recipe. helpful. I would really appreciate it if you just made us this uh, dip. Um, and then we'll try it on on, the on, on air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in other news, so other <laughs> other uh, <laughs> things we got um, were uh, Adam whosoever 
um, did hashtag Harry Baby. <laughs> Thank you so much. I like for like one person a week. You <laughs> it is like literally one there person is like a week. One a week. Uh, it says at Pastors Podcast um, regarding hashtag slavery. I don't know why I hashtag that. Um, to not be allowed to doubt or questions is hashtag spiritual slavery. Keep casting, kill idols. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, we'll yeah, do. We do not disagree with that. No. Um, and then. Megan at at S Z A what says so what? Inglorious Pastards, aka Pastards Podcast, started following me. That name genius. <laughs> that was me. Wasn't that it? was Brad. Was Brad that? came yeah, up with the names. Yeah. yeah, we were. I don't even remember what other options we I had either. I don't think we really came up with many. I think it was kind of a one-off thing. We just kind of, hey, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember one. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was quality. If you want to know what it was, <laughs> private message me on, on, on Twitter, and I'll tell you what it was. But it was wildly inappropriate. Um, As are most things that we yes. say. <laughs> and then someone else, and I don't even know. Oh, it, it, I do know. Um... Let me. Ah, oh, shoot. The the person that we. <laughs> Dang, Navi. On me. Twitter, are we talking about the Daniel yeah, Johnson? No, thing? not okay. we're we're gonna get to Daniel Johnson. Yeah, we're I gonna promise. get to Daniel Johnson. Um, the <laughs> what is? I'm almost there. Shoot. Nobody likes Daniel Johnston. Daniel John, I'm just, we're going to jump in. No, 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 no. No, we're going to jump in it right no, the frick no, now. No, no, no it's no, going to no. happen, and here's why. Okay. Because Daniel Johnston Wait, he, he might have found his thing. No, okay. So Lisa Colon, or Colon Delay, I don't know how to say that. Uh, Delay, she runs a podcast. Um, I, don't, I was literally just listening to it. Um, you were. You were listening to it when we got here. Yeah, I was listening to it. Oh, shoot. She runs a podcast. One second here. So anyway, Daniel Johnson is... <laughs> Spark my muse. Spark okay. my muse. Oh, I like um, She wrote on... Um, man, I'm so freaking lost. Uh, she, she wrote... <laughs> He's too at, clearing his browser. His <laughs> That's probably why I can't find it. Uh, at Passwords Podcast. Oh, you nailed it with this name. Uh, nice. We must talk. Come on my show soon. All the cool podcasters are doing it. So. <laughs> Well, thank that leaves you, us you. out then. <laughs> Boy, is she sorely mistaken. <laughs> she is not listening to a podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, I actually was listening to her podcast. It is very awesome. Check it out. It is um, Spark My Muse. Check it out. I'll listen, cool, cool. listen to the nice. one with Cameron String. Awesome. And then another podcast. So we've got a lot of people with podcasts that are reaching out to us. Um, Chris Edwards with Scrap Paper Theology Podcast, which is another good podcast I actually started listening to. Um, has like little less than 10 minute podcasts that he talks about. It's basically um, questions from uh, his high school youth. He's a high school Mm. pastor, I assume. Oh, okay. Um, And he uh, takes their questions. Our our prayers are with you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, buddy. From two of the three guys that did that in this room. Yeah. Yeah, we're praying Um, for you. So he um, picks out questions that they ask out of a a bowl, and he answers their questions in a podcast form. Anyway, he just said, just a note to tell you guys how much I love the podcast, still catching up, Um, but I love the fact that I laughed through the first half of the episode (laughs) and find myself saying, hell yes, over and over through the through every F U F I. Um I love that name, I'm not gonna lie. He loves Scotch, uh, Rob Bell and listens to Science Mike 
And uh, when he listens to us, he says, holy shit, these are my people. Nice. Um, and then he offers to buy some beer when he's in town. So oh, sweet. We will take you up on the beer or scotch for Brad. Um, but thank you so much for the pot, for that information. Mm-hmm. And then now we're going to get into, before we get into Daniel Johnson, because we're on the podcast theme, I, I, I categorize these very nicely. <laughs> um, Michael's got an agenda. The Sarcastic Sinners <laughs> podcast. Um Talk about us on their podcast. They say it's uh, one of the things that they're into. Um, and we want to thank them. Yes, thank for you very t- much for that. For talking about us on your podcast. And then um, they also said, but seriously, um, they loved uh, Third Eye Blind. And they said. That's, yeah. that's tragic. It is. We're sorry for you. <laughs> I don't um, hate. Okay, so so here's, so here's we're going to get into the music section. This is <laughs> okay, the, yeah. the music comments. So we have the Sarcastic Sinners who are like. Talking about Third Eye Blind. And then we have SSJ Marcus, at SSJ Marcus on Twitter. Um, says, Pastor's Podcast, I can deal with all your pagan, heathenistic, <laughs> non-church-going ways. But knocking, Such a great comment. But knocking Daniel yeah. Johnston too far. Hashtag unsubscribed. And before you jump in, before you jump in, <laughs> let me just say. I know where I stand on this. Let me just I say. fight you to the death. I was okay with Third Eye Blind. I... Was okay with Daniel Johnston. The people I are revolting. Have terrible musical taste. The people are revolting against you too. Well, they can revolt all they want. They can revolt all they want. Third Eye Blind. Come on, like come on. <laughs> like here's the thing. I listened to that segment. So sarcastic sinners. Let me let me just say, I love '90s music. Okay, my wife and I are going to see Weezer in July. Okay, so I enjoy '90s music. However, Jonas. yes, yes. Third Eye Blind. Come on. Nobody like <laughs> really. Who else did they mention? Because I listened to that. Who else did they mention on there that they liked? And I was like, really? So we don't, we're not anti nineties oh, music. Um, uh, oh, shoot. Vertical Horizon. Horizon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, when we think of nineties music, that's where we land. Is Vertical Horizon? <laughs> like, Come yeah, on, guys. I gotta say, Vertical Horizon does suck. <laughs> Even I don't. Okay, like them. this so, coming from a guy that likes Daniel Johnston. So, so no, see, first of all, you need to know something about Michael. As long as I've known Michael, the running joke has been the worst musical taste. My, ever. Michael, no, just, it's, it's Michael not the worst. Never, I have really good music taste, but I like everything. Michael likes does. everything. That's the joke. Movies, literally TV shows. everything. Music he likes everything. He has no filter. He's like one of those giant blue whales that just opens his mouth and all this shit just comes in. Like, but he's got without the filtered teeth. Like it just it all comes straight in. Like that's, that's the best analogy I've ever heard. Just opens his mouth and all of it just goes goes in. So yeah. So was it krill? Yeah, krill. krill. So Michael just ingests all the musical he's like krill. Off filter feeding. Yeah. So that's that's Michael's musical and really all pop culture taste in a nutshell. So, uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. So if you like Vertical Horizon, you should feel bad. Say <laughs> <laughs> so when Michael says he hates something, it's really awful. When Michael says that your musical taste sucks. Oh, you really have crossed great. the line. So I don't hate a lot of things, <laughs> and I try to find the good in everything. Obviously, that's why I like everything. Hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Big Brother, hashtag <laughs> all my entire life. So, uh, so here's the question: that like '90s music, what what are some top albums? '90s music. What are some top albums of, of the '90s? Let's give these guys some ammo. Okay, at least. the Weezer Blue album for me is one yeah, of the best. Counting good. Crows, August, and everything. Uh, I would after. say that as well. Uh, I mean, come on, Nevermind by Nirvana yeah. has to be. Uh, on definitely, there. definitely DC Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Audio Adrenaline, Bloom. 
So awful. Oh Basics of life for him. Ugh. Anything Ugh. by David and the Giants. I would say the Metallica Black album has got to be on there. Um, was that nineties? Yeah, was it? Oh yeah. Okay. So early 90s. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be on Super there. Tone Strike Back. <laughs> so Michael's just gonna give you guys all the ammo you want to just rip back. Five Iron Friends. I will just say this fight is not over. Uh, so we will we will continue this friendly banter all day long. Oh oh oh! I still love wait, Five Iron Friends. Wait, caller me bad. Was that not? Yeah, it was early 90s. I want to sex you. Oh, gosh. Those you, guys were crazy. But here's the thing. You probably didn't listen to that in the no. 90s. You listened to it when you are a creepy old man with your wife. <laughs> what? You you did not listen to that music. You listen to it 90s. now. You, you listen to it creep. now. Yeah, He's shaking his head, yes. Yeah. Ugh. So, anyway, Michael did just say, in case you have lost in the mix, that he still likes Five Iron Frenzy. So, once I, again, Giant Whale with the uh, musical krill. I, so, I, 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 guess I, should say, I don't like the new Five Iron Frenzy oh stuff. Like, God. I'm sorry. Because there's a difference. Well, the old nostalgic stuff is like, welcome, I, to, welcome to Canada. Can, is there something state. that we can agree on that sucked from the 90s? Uh, the whole uh, swing dance uh, revival. Oh, oh my gosh. Holy crap. I was I was listening to the lithium station the lithium station the other day. Yeah, it was just yesterday. Because you Zoot, called me, Zoot Suit Riot by the Cherry Pop and Daddies came on. That song is freaking god awful. Awful. Anything by the Mighty Mighty Boston. Squirrel nut zippers. Squirrel nut zippers. Like, come on! What were we doing as a culture <laughs> that we allowed that to happen? So, sarcastic sinners on your next podcast. Please let us know where you stand on the 90s swing revival. Bring it. Yeah. Drop bring it. If, if you're on board with it, we're officially done. <laughs> like, that's, it's over. There's nothing or, left. We'll no. talk about. There's no common ground anymore. There will be common ground as long as you send us a picture of you wearing a zoot suit. You do that and it's back on. So I will at least, I will at least respect your, uh, your fandom if you do that. So, yeah, okay. All right, this concludes our feedback session. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, gosh, that was that. a good time. Thank you guys for your feedback. Continue to give it to us. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> wow. And um, also, feel free to send us any ideas on the further up, further in section. Uh, we'd love to, to hear what you guys have to say. Um, also, uh, share us, number one. So yes. one thing I really haven't talked about is subscribing to our podcast. So make sure that you're subscribed to it so you can get every new episode. If you subscribe to it, you actually get it a couple hours before everyone else does. Um, so subscribe to it um, on it's iTunes. Like getting a, it's like getting a gift wrap box of crap in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Here so, you go. Here you go. Here's your pilot. Just, just for you. Um, so definitely subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. The more ratings and the more reviews. Really, it's not just the rating. It's the review, that, mm-hmm. the written word that gets us there. Um, you know, we definitely... Please refrain from dressing recipes. <laughs> yeah. No more. It, I mean, if, that, if that's what you guys want to do, if that's what it takes for you to give us more reviews, if you want to give us a, a recipe for some sort of... Can you give us one that won't let us die of a coronary heart attack? Yeah. Like, that would be great. Less bacon fat. Yeah. Um... So we're at the point where we're going to talk about uh, a hashtag so people can reach out to us. I have five options. Hashtag Michael's whale mouth. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Michael's whale mouth. Here, here are my options. Oh, come on. No. That's got to be it. And we may land this on that. This is a two versus one <laughs> All right. vote. Well, you haven't even heard mine. All right. So here's what I've got. All right. Uh, hashtag Puddin' Pops. 
<laughs> hashtag soul sleep. Um, hashtag back to the basics of life. <laughs> That's not happening. Too long. Hashtag we are Leviathan. <laughs> Wait, I call that as a band name. <laughs> and hashtag giant blue whale. No, Michael's whale mouth. Michael's right. whale mouth. <laughs> all right. Hashtag Michael's whale mouth. Please, for the love of all that is sacred, please use this has- hashtag. Oh my if gosh. you've never used one, this is the week to do it. Oh, oh gosh. That's so good. M-I-C-H-A-E-L for all you people out Nothing there. Nothing that matters. Michael's whale matter. mouth. All right. Um, <laughs> Don't put the apostrophe, though. We'll hashtag it. Or we could do Michael eats grill. Yeah, no hashtag. No hashtag. It's grill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Oh man! All right, so we're okay, at Michael's whale mouth. Michael's whale mouth. Yeah, we're gonna stick with Michael's. Whale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use it all week. I, I so think we use it for everything. Everything. All right, it's that time where we fire somebody into the sun. So, uh, yeah, I uh, so. Thank you for listening. Also, oh, uh, before we fire somebody in the sun, um, real quick, uh, um, tell your friends about us at Twitter on Twitter at Pastors Podcast on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Post all of our articles that we talk mm-hmm. about. Sometimes other things like videos and whatnot. Um, and uh, again, a huge uh, thanks to Scott Drickle for making the our Scottish 70s. Pickle. The Scottish Pickle. Uh, for <laughs> making Scott our Drickle, 70s. Scott Drickle, the Scottish Pickle. Oh, I never even... Yeah. It rhymes. It does. Um, yeah, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, we will fire somebody into the sun. Let me... Here we go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Five, four, three, two, one. Greg Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fun I think we've had yet. Oh.